Welcome to Curious Coworkers, a responsibly different talk show exploring the challenges that arise when our interests conflict with our values. everyone. I am so excited to be here and to start to get to know you all better. If you haven't listened to my past podcast with Ben, check out the first episode ever of Responsibly Different, where I talked about my past work with Revision Energy, and the episode where I talked with Ben and Kelly Wright from Breckenridge Capital Advisors as a recap to this past year's B Corp Leadership Development Conference. I am so excited to be here and to grow in community with you all. For this first episode of Curious Coworkers, I wanted to take some time to chat with Ben about his most recent vacation. I know, he took time off. I mean, actually unplugged, closed his computer, and went on a cruise. For seven days, he was on and off a cruise ship, exploring the local communities and living life at sea. Now, the point of this conversation is to talk with Ben about his experiences that he had, to bring some of our knowledge that we know, and to supply you all with the facts we found interesting as it relates to the cruise ship industry. I want to hold Ben accountable for his actions without calling him out on the things that he loves. We hope that these conversations help us grow as we tread lightly on this planet. We hope that these help not just each other, but also help you and your friends align your actions with your values. These are our own thoughts that we have and feel We are not experts, but we want to help have real, authentic conversations with each other so we can start to see how our actions affect our environment. I hope that you enjoy our conversation. Hi, Ben. Hi, Brittany. (laughs) Ben, I I know that you were just on vacation, um, and I know that you went on a Disney cruise for your vacation. Yeah. Um, And something... So that's something I've never done. I've never been on a cruise before, partially because I get seasick. So I don't, I don't have the drive or the want to go on a cruise. Um, but being the environmentalist that I am, I know of a few impacts, negative impacts that the cruise industry has on our environment. And I'm just wondering, has that ever been something that you've thought about when you decided to go on this cruise. Oh, Brittany. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Right. Like I, I, I struggle with it. So, um, yeah, I'm going to own that. I participate in a lot of Disney vacations with my family. This cruise was definitely one of them. Um, Side note, like, love that you go on vacation with your family, and I love that you have this Disney connection. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, so I, so to answer your question, do I struggle with it? Yes, for sure. Um, You know, and in full transparency, I, you know, going on this particular cruise, I was like, oh, like, this isn't something we do all the time. Like, this is only the second cruise I've ever been on in my life, like. It'll probably be like a once in every 20 year kind of thing. Uh, You know, that, you know, full transparency, we had such an amazing time that we're talking about doing another one in two years. And so now I'm having to like really examine with a real critical eye 
um, this cruise thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I, yes. Do I struggle okay, with so, it? So what are some of the things that you think about? Like you're saying you're struggling with it. Yeah. What exactly are you struggling with? So a few things. So I, I, I think, I think, you know, being host responsibly different too. like I, and even prior to that, just like, cause of like my political background, all of that, like I'm constantly just hypercritical of like the world around me and the choices that I'm making within them. And so some of the things I was thinking about was like, clearly it takes a ridiculous amount of fossil fuel to make the thing move. Right. So like, for sure, there's a huge impact there. I'm also thinking about like, you know, I think I even asked my family about this. I'm like, do you ever think about like, I don't know, animals that were harming? Like I imagine, I mean, you know, and folks like, Oh, they, I'm sure they hear a ship coming. I'm sure they move out of the way. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that though. You know, and, and I'll own that. I've not done, you know, the other thing that I've not had a chance to do yet, but that I am going to be doing very soon is really doing some deep work on understanding the actual impact of that, because I do mm-hmm. like to offset my carbon footprint every year. So mm-hmm. I don't actually know what the footprint of that particular cruise was. Um, maybe when I figure that out, I'll share that out with everybody. But um, so like the actual direct impact there. And then also like, well, hold on before you move on from that, because what affecting the my the normal migration patterns of wildlife is one of the big things that's a struggle for me. So before I joined, I spent the 4th of July in Nova Scotia and I took the ferry from Bar Harbor to Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. And it was a three hour ferry ride. And for three hours, like I sat with the captain And, like, he was such a good sport, but, like, I drilled him with questions because specifically that ferry company closed down for a few years because they weren't caring about the wildlife that they were coming across while they were, like, going from Maine to Nova Scotia. And they were just crossing over these migration paths. Um so the best thing that he could tell me was that the their ferry, and I don't want to name names, but everybody can probably figure out which ferry company it is if you use the internet. Um, they specifically, they have a, they upgraded their radar system or radar detection system so they can see when they're about to come across pods of fish or whales or dolphins, whatever it is, and they will change their route to go around these animal pods. What they also will do is that they'll sound a horn. So um, being like going there, I was like, that's so weird. Like, why are we turning so sharply in the middle of the ocean? Not like seeing anything. And I just like, honestly, I was having a really hard time. So I'm like, just head down trying not to throw up. But then on the way home, the captain walked by. So I was like, hey, can you like sit down and talk to me for a little bit? Like, what's happening? What's going on? I'm not feeling like you're doing the most that you can be doing around all of these animals. And so long story short, he told me that every time the boat would turn, it would go, it would be to go around these large pods. So then every time the boat turned, I actually looked to then be like, Oh, where's the dolphins? Where the, where's the whales? Like, I want to see them. And like, luckily I did get to see a few whales. So that was fun. 
Yeah, that's uh, well. One, that's cool that they do that. Um, you know, I I don't I don't know if this cruise did that. I can't believe that they did. Um, you know, we were in the originally the cruise was set to be in the Western Caribbean, and then because of weather, they shifted the whole cruise to be Eastern Caribbean. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't think that was happening. Yeah. You know, I'd also be curious to know, like, what are the migratory patterns in that area and like what wildlife are being impacted, right? Like there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, The other thing I think a lot about are the workers too, right? You're in international waters, so there's not a lot Mm -hmm. of regulation. I did notice that Disney Cruise Line is not actually owned. Now, don't quote me on this because I... I feel like I need to do a little more research, but they're not actually owned by Disney. It's um, it's a subsidiary. It's a separate company called like Magic Cruise Lines or something. Okay. Um, and so I just wonder because I know I know Disney has made a lot of commitments to, you know, people and planet, and they have a whole website dedicated to it. That's actually, I looked at it for the first time. I'm embarrassed that I haven't known about it sooner, but looked at it for the first time yesterday and was actually impressed. They're actually tying their impact to UN SDGs and like they're actually doing a lot of really interesting stuff there, but the cruise lines are not part of that, or at least I couldn't find anywhere on the site that you mentioned the cruise lines. And I know that it's legally a separate entity. So that just feels super shady to me. Um, And so I wonder about that. And then, um, the third piece is just like the waste, you know, like just seeing all the food waste on the ship was, mm. you know, hurt my heart. That being said, there was some good things that they were doing, right? Like I didn't see a single piece of single use plastic on the ship anywhere. Okay. Amazing. Um, because I know that's not the case for a lot of cruise lines. I know that a lot of cruise lines don't even do dishes. It's just everything is single use it, plastic and it all, yeah, all bad things. So I don't know. I don't, again, I got to do more homework. I, I think Disney might be the better of some of the cruise lines out there, but I, I don't have any facts to base that on. Yeah. I struggle with it for sure. I do. Um, how is that going to influence my future decisions? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I like, I is there... Is there a world where we can travel and explore and see other countries or even other states that 100% of your traveling is sustainable? No, I don't think that exists. So I think it's all about when you travel, what are the least impactful steps that you can personally take? Um and like, so for instance, like I'm thinking about going down to, to Philly for champions retreat, which is a, a B labs event. But like I had the option to go in a car with some friends. So there'd be three of us in one car and it's a Prius. Do I get into that car or do I take the train with the thousands of other guests on that train and potentially pay more for that train ticket? So you know, you have to weigh these pros and cons. I'm definitely not flying. I know that that's a silly flight to fly to Philly from Boston. Um, but when when I get to Philly, 
where am I going to eat? Where am I going to stay? Like all of those questions come into mind because to me, when, when you are traveling and I, again, let's tie this back to your cruise. I'm curious to hear like there's a specifically with cruises, there's this large social effect on the port destinations where the cruise ships come into. Mm. I know you live in Portland or just outside Portland, Maine. That's a big hub for cruise ships as well. I used to live there. Like there's all of these negative effects when you travel to places that are high tourist destinations of like overcrowding, overburdening the infrastructure, disregard for local environment through littering, noise pollution, like all of these things. As a traveler, I would like to think that I think about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will do my best to think about these things when I travel to Philly, but like, I don't know when your cruise ship docked, like were there schedules that you like followed when you went on land? Did you even go on land? I don't even know. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, that's a good question. So we, we did get off at all of the ports. Uh, we, Cozumel was one where, and we did, so in Cozumel and, what was the other one? Um, in Cozumel, we had a planned excursion. So we were with a guide the entire time. Um, and they loaded us all into like a bus. We saw like a his- like a historical center. And they the guide did a historical tour um, of that. And uh, it was actually it was like some Mayan ruins. And mm-hmm. the man giving the tour was actually of Mayan descent. Um so that was pretty cool. And then and then they brought us back and then they and then it was like they dumped us off at like a beach. Um, you know, I so I also I tra- so this trip was with my parents, my brother and my, his wife and my two nephews. Mm-hmm. And they're 4 and 2. So everywhere we went, it's I mean, you know, it's constantly teaching, right? It's constantly like you know, being respectful and like protecting the earth too, right? Like mm-hmm. I, Quinn would see me pick up some plastic. He's like, you, are you picking that up? I'm like, he's like, you didn't drop that. I'm like, I know, but we got to leave things better than we found them, you know? Um, so I'd, I'd like to think that I'm a thoughtful traveler. Are there things I can be better at? I'm sure. Um, and I mean, and there's like little things that, you know, any anyone who hangs out with me knows or has seen me do, like I carry, I carry uh I carry uh, silverware with me, utensils mm-hmm. that it's got like chopsticks, a, a spork and a, a knife in it um, and some straws. And um, it goes with me everywhere, everywhere. I don't leave home without it. Um, I do not, I, you know, so there's things like that, that I try to do. The other ports, we just got off and walked around the area in Jamaica and uh, Grand Cayman. Mm-hmm. We just walked. We went to a like a historical site and just walked back. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool. But, I mean, I think for sure to answer your question, like, like when we went to that beach in Cozumel, like people didn't care. Like mm-hmm. it was, you know, like people weren't being good stewards of the earth, and in or at least at the beach we went to, you know, like it was, you know. Yeah, discouraging for sure. So, 
So I guess now, like, maybe talk to me a little bit about, like, what you know about Portland. Um, and when a cruise ship gets dropped off in Portland, one, have you ever been in town when that happens? It's yeah. wild. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, you know, I will say, though, that so I've also tried. So now in Portland, you can sell stuff on the street. You don't need a permit or anything. Like you can just set up shop and sell stuff. Right. And uh, I've done that for the cruise ships. <laughs> I've tried to sell some of my photo prints. Um, you know, uh, there are definitely industries and Portland is one that depends on them. Um, like there's certainly there are businesses that exist only in the summer because they can own like they're just driven by tourism. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to leave you with this one parting fact. I did find this one website um, that I was able to find some interesting tidbits on um, that I will share with you and we can totally put in the show notes. But the one thing that this website shared with told me that I really don't like, and this might change what you think about cruise ships Um but cruise ships do not have any rules or regulations that they have to follow when they are discarding sewage. So the the only, I should say, the only rule that they have to follow is waste has to be released three miles from shore or 12 miles off of shore if it's untreated. So that means that all your gray water, your black water, and your solid waste can just be thrown overboard off of a cruise ship in wherever they are, as long as they're three or 12 miles off of the shoreline. Yeah. So interestingly, I actually did know that because, um, and that's not just for cruise ship. That's for any vessel. Um, I did know that because uh, I grew up boating and that's what a lot of boats do is they go three, five miles out and dump um, you know, I'm not talking about trash, like plastic trash. I'm talking like human waste. Right. Human waste, but also solid waste is what a, another word for solid waste would be your cardboard, your plastic, your cans, glass crew, like boats can just throw that overboard and not, they don't have to report what they threw overboard or how much of it they threw overboard. I don't know if that's, I would want to dig into that. I think when they say solid waste, I think they're meaning like poop. I'm pretty sure. So human waste is what you call black water. Yep. And that's one of the things. Gray water is waste from kitchen sinks, showers, and cleaning. Yep. And then this website says solid waste, including such items as cardboard, plastic, cans, and glass. Oh, sugar snap peas. I did not know. And it says that cruise ships are not... not required to acquire, not required to acquire permits to dump waste off of the vessels, nor they, nor are they required to report the amount of waste that is released. Ugh. I would love to dig into that and to put some action behind stopping that movement. Oh, man. I mean, we talk about these, like, trash islands in the middle of our oceans. Yeah. And we're trying to, like, push people to stop throwing your trash away or, like, recycling better and not using plastic bags. But then, meanwhile, like, cruise ships can just be throwing this solid waste overboard. Oh, man. Yeah. Shoot. Ugh. 
That's terrible. I, yeah. Mm. There's so, there's so much to dig into and unpack there. If, if that's like a passion. Yeah. Um, I, if anybody listening knows anything more that they can share, like, please leave comments, let us know. Um, I personally just don't do a ton of boating. Cause like I said, I get seasick or yeah. Or if anyone, I also would be curious if anyone has contacts at like meaningful contacts at like specifically Disney cruise line, I'd be curious to talk with them about some of their practices and learn more. Right. Mm-hmm. Or any cruise ships that come into the Portland port, anybody who works with cruise ships, like reach out, let us know if this is true or not. Cause this is fascinating. I think, you know, I, I will say, okay, I will say, I, you know, the conundrum I find myself in with the cruise ship thing is what's hard is, I mean, I guess I, I could just say I'm not going to go. I don't know. It's so tough. It feels complicated for me. Absolutely. It's something that is directly tied to your family activities, what your family connects through and your relationship with your family is built around this. You you can't just cut it from your life. Whereas I've never been on a cruise. Nobody I know cares about cruises. So it's super easy for me to cut it out of my life. Yeah. That's like me eating meat, right? Like I'm vegetarian for environmental purposes. And I'm like, that's easy. That's easy for me to do, you know? If somebody told me all of the negative flaws about skiing and like traveling around the world to go skiing... I would be like, ooh, sorry, can't quit doing that. Love it. Right, right. But what I can do as as a, you know, customer of the Disney brand, I can put pressure and I can learn more and I can figure out ways that I can offset some of the impact that I'm personally having by that choice too. And that's the work, mm-hmm. that's the work that I'm that I need to dig into next and and I'll update Y'all, maybe in a future chat, what I learn. Well, and some, I mean, something that maybe is important is like ensuring that the cruise lines that you do go on are the ones that are actually doing something to help. So, I mean, this PDF that your brother sent over to me is saying that like Walt Disney Company Cruise Lines has taken great measures to eliminate single-use plastic on board and on Disney Castaway Cat. K Casway Key, yeah. Casway Key in the Bahamas. Um, so in twenty eighteen they eliminated the use of plastic straws, which removed an annual volume of fourteen point seven million. And then they reswitched they uh switched to refillable bath product dispensers in all guest rooms in twenty nineteen. So I guess what I would say as well is like do your research on like the cruise line that you travel on as well. And maybe lift up the good things that they're doing, which it sounds like uh, we need to just read more, but maybe Disney cruise is doing some good things too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and that would be encouraging. I'd love to learn that they're doing awesome things. That would make me feel a lot better about it. <laughs> right. Uh, well, good chat, Brittany. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, it's important. It's important to ask the hard questions, right? Like, you know, while it's something that I'm always going to be thinking about, or, you know, is always going to be a consideration in the decisions I make, like, do I always make the best decisions? No, 
You know, do I try? Yes. Well, and that's, that's what this is all about. I mean, nobody is ever, I mean, I would hope you and I are never trying to call each other out. We're not trying to make the other person feel guilty, but as friends who we care about each other, we care about how we, how we live on this earth and we want to help each other out. It's really nice knowing that like, you're my gut check. Like if there's something that I've overlooked, you can in a very polite way, like just poke and prod and be like, Hey, have you thought like through this decision all the way? And I hope that through this platform where we're just two colleagues sitting at the water cooler, being curious, finding our way to like, just keep each other responsible and like, you know, not call each other out, but just check in. Yeah. I love that. I feel great about that. And I think it's important for sure. Well, thanks, Ben, for being open. Thank you. Thank you for asking the hard questions. Thank you so much for tuning into our very first episode of Curious Coworkers. So glad you were able to join us. And I hope that this conversation was helpful. I know that I still have a lot of homework left to do on the cruising industry and cruise tourism, which I will certainly be doing in the coming weeks and will share with you all uh, as I uncover uh, some truths. Also, if you enjoyed this show, be sure to share it with friends or also more, what would be more helpful to us, honestly, is shoot us an email. You can reach us both Brittany and myself at content at dirigocollective.com. That's content, C-O-N-T-E-N-T at dirigo, D-I-R-I-G-O collective.com. Any email you send to content at dirigocollective.com goes to both Brittany and myself. So we'll both see it. And let us know what you think if you're having to navigate a challenging purchase decision, whether it's a vacation or, you know, we're coming into the holiday season and gift buying and all of that. We'd love to hear some of the things that you all are struggling with as well. And we want to keep this open. I think what's most important is acknowledging that none of us are perfect. And I'll say, you know, as, as much as I... Yeah, and I think you can hear it in this episode. As much as I struggle with some of the, uh, you know, environmental impacts and the social impacts of my vacation, I also feel an overwhelming amount of gratitude and privilege to even have the opportunity to have had that experience. Um, so, you know, I certainly don't want to sound ungrateful by any stretch of the imagination. I had an incredible time, one that I will never forget. And I'm so grateful to have been able to do that with people that I love and care deeply about. And as I continue to make vacation plans in the future, I am always going to be thinking about the impact of those choices. And, and if I choose to do another cruise in the future, I will certainly want to know what the impact of that choice is and ways that I can minimize my, my footprint and impact um, in some of those decisions. I think... All of us need to keep in mind that we don't want to let the perfect get in the way of the good. That's certainly not a license to, you know, <laughs> uh, move through the world with reckless abandon. But I think if we can all be honest with ourselves and each other and have these conversations, 
and challenge ourselves to learn and grow and be even a little bit better uh, with each purchase that we make. I think that's a huge win for all of us. Looking forward to hearing from you all. Thank you for joining us here. You know the drill. Till next time, be responsibly different. This episode was hosted and produced by yours truly, Ben Marine and Brittany Angelo. We purchased this music from the amazing B Corp Marmoset Music. You can check them out at marmosetmusic.com. To learn more about us, visit responsiblydifferent.com. And to learn more about our parent company, visit dirigocollective.com. <laughs>